0: everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 170 of NASCAR Radio. We're trading cards and racing meat. I'm Fowl Val, and with me is the man the myth legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you?
1: I'm feeling like a checkered flag, man. It's all over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we are honored to have Michelle Wines, the Panini product. They already messed it up. Panini product development for NASCAR. <laughs> I'm sorry, Misha.
2: All good, all
0: good. So we are so excited to have you. We're gonna have a little, like a side fireside chat with him, and uh, we'll we'll get into racing recap, look at uh, any n- n- racing news, the Racing Card Hall of Fame, and then I guess uh, listeners of the show, Justin Channels, was able to get a, I got a. I don't know, one of his bucket list items taken care of. And then we'll talk about King's Court. So anything else that I missed?
1: No, no, we're, no. Ha- it's too early for hashtags. Okay, good. All <laughs> right.
0: Well, let's get right into it. So Yamisha is the Panini product development for NASCAR. So we're exci- so excited to have you on the show. We, we've, I know we've talked to you at the national and probably, um, I don't know, Logan, what's the right words here? I guess the dream job for every one of us who collect NASCAR trading cards. So, and I believe you're a collector as well. So that's really cool that uh, we know that uh, you have the collector's best interest there.
2: Yes. Uh, I've been collecting, I got back into it in about 2017. I didn't really realize there were NASCAR cards until I think about 2018, 2019. So I started going heavy on the NASCAR stuff in about 2020.
0: Very nice. So you, how long have you been a NASCAR fan or...
2: Uh, my first season watching, I think I caught the tail end of 08, starting at the Phoenix. I, may, I knew about the sport for probably five years before that. I just never watched like every weekend. So then 08, 09, I started getting really into it.
0: Yeah, that's the way it was. I got like into it in the, in the 90s and watched some. I uh, always collected cards, but then really never put that, you know, get that bug to actually start collecting cards. So I think that's probably a normal transition. You probably collected other sports first and then kind of drifted uh, towards NASCAR. So
2: yeah, a lot of baseball for me early on. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Especially uh, this year, right? Big, big this year. Just a lot of good fun this year. For collecting. Yeah. yeah
1: you're, you're a Texas Rangers fan. So I know that you're very excited
2: about what happened this year with the world series. Yes, that was I was at the ballpark, uh, the watch party over in Arlington. So me and my mom got to go to that, and it was a great night.
0: That's a so cool.
2: Season. Yeah. So so let me ask you, when when did you start collecting
1: cards in general?
2: I have pictures of my my mom has pictures of me at a restaurant because I would carry cards around when I was like six or seven. I would always have some in my pocket for whatever reason. I just I just liked them. I would go to Seven Eleven, my dad would go get gas or something. They used to sell cards at 7-Eleven at the counter, two bucks a pack. So every time i go, I'd get a pack.
1: Yeah, was- I remember those days. Um, I remember buying eight, 1989 Upper decks when we used to have 7-Elevens here in Memphis. They're they're long gone now. We all Circle K up there? We do have Circle K.
0: That's all I know up there. So I was talking about 7-Eleven, go to 7-Eleven, get the rack packs of 86 Tops football. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I mean, Logan, you want to ask the big question? I'll ask it.
1: Well, um, I don't know what you can tell us, Misha. uh, But, you know, of course, we all know that we've only had one issue of NASCAR this year, unfortunately. And I know it's not your guys' fault. And I know we just recently found out that Chronicles is skewed, and it's going to be a little bit later now. So is there anything that you can... Tell us about that, or I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, and I don't want you to disclose anything or say anything that that you don't want to say.
2: But if, if there's anything you can tell us, that'd be great. I um, mean, we were we're ready, and where I work in my office, we're ready. There's some other factors that have, a lot, have not allowed us to progress with the release of Chronicles. It is a very exciting product this year. A lot of new brands coming in. Got some. Nice autograph checklist. It's just some more new stuff for the sport, for the collecting hobby. But why it's delayed, it's not on us. It's elsewhere in the building, outside the building, just factors we can't control right now.
1: I like how you said that. It's outside the building. I, I, I can understand that. So you touched on... The fact that there's new brands in Chronicles, can you tell us any of them that are going to be in there? Or is that still a tight lip secret?
2: Uh, there's, is the PIS off? Yeah, PIS is out for that, right? The information sheet that we released that one?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. Immac- Immaculate, right? You guys are killing mm-hmm. Immaculate. Uh, Spectra and putting Immaculate
1: in. We, we've heard about that one. We've heard about Immaculate coming in. That's going to be good. Yes.
2: On the uh, PIS, our product information sheet, it, I put the Immaculate card should have put the immaculate uh, patch auto because i got some text messages hey we're is it just going to be this the base card or we're going to have the actual like patch autos? we are going to have the patch autos in there so that's going to be a big hit with it's going to replace the spectra patch autos so it'll be real fun for the
1: collectors to pull those that's going to be special that's going to make chronicles a great product so let me ask you this We've heard rumors that there are going to be no redemptions
2: in Chronicles. Is that true? If there are, it's going to be drivers who aren't going to be your top sellers. And there's going to be just a small sprinkle unless we can make it to where there will not be. It's very, very close right now. Okay. So
1: what you're saying is Zachary Tinkle Redemptions and nobody else, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you're, you're close on that one. Okay, got it.
0: <laughs> now, I think I saw, like for Chronicles, the release date is like to be determined or something. Do, do you know, uh, have any other kind of more firm? Is it by the end of this year maybe? Or are we looking at 2024 being a big blockbuster for NASCAR?
2: It's looking like 24 is going to be very heavy with products. So I, I know you
0: guys are backlogged. Uh, with Chronicles, Prime, probably NT, and Prism. With, with that backlog, do you think you can get some of the 2024 product in there as well in 2024? I don't know if I'm making that sense because I know you guys are like, say, falling behind, right? But do you see a point where you could catch up in 2024 or do you think you're just going to be behind for a few years until you can make it up?
2: Uh, I think where we're at right now, Donner's is ahead of where it was at this point last year. So I think we're catching up a little with the the circumstances outside the building and, and the whole hobby. I think that's hurt us more. So I think we could have caught up if we didn't have those circumstances.
0: Gotcha. I know it, it would be a lot to, to try to make that up. So Oh, yeah, um, it, but... it would be. But uh, that's good. That's uh, encouraging that Dunners is ahead because that was a product that usually comes out around Daytona. but Around the 500, yeah. Yeah, but uh, last year it came out actually at the National, which is July. So maybe we'll see that a little earlier than July maybe.
2: I believe it is the first quarter of 24, first fiscal quarter. Okay.
0: Yeah. So that, that would put a lot of products out between now and first quarter of
2: 24 then. Yeah, hopefully, unless we're probably gonna have to get the 23 stuff out first, and then not long after, Donners will come out.
1: I feel like a baseball card collector with a. a sounds like we're gonna have a new a new release like every few weeks for a little bit.
2: <laughs> and that's that's normal for baseball guys. Right. And- I'll be making a lot of trips out to the printing facility, check out, do the QCs, doing all that, making sure everything's good for y'all to collect. That's cool, man. So so be sure to find one of those one on ones
1: and put it in a special pack for me, will you? Yeah. just just man.
0: Silver. It'll be silver. You'll be able to distinguish it. <laughs> <laughs> so um I know so we wrapped up 2023 here. Um and I thought I saw you either tweeting out or we we corresponded that you went out to Texas uh to the track out there. Uh, I mean, do you see any, so F1 has had a promotion, I guess it was for the last two years, they've done uh, Miami Grand Prix and then Coda. then this year, Miami Grand Prix, Coda, and Las Vegas where um, Tops was giving out F1 cards, whatever, but uh, you know, it was one of the things we always talk about is it'd be great to see like a track giveaway, and I didn't know if you guys were trying to work on something like that. I know with you coming in, you kind of breathe some new life into uh, the NASCAR development, I guess you would say, so.
2: Yes, uh, I'm aware of the uh, F1 giveaways. I I would love to do some engagement at the tracks, especially Texas with it being 25 minutes away from our office. That would be can go to Coda. I mean, that's not that long of a trip. Phoenix wouldn't be too difficult. Kansas, I mean, we can do independent track deals, say they can start selling blasters, even a blaster at the Na- official NASCAR merch hauler, that would be a big win. It's that not a be. lot to carry around. It's not ex- not as expensive as the big hobby boxes. And they get a lot of kids engaged. I think the overall like, viewership of people going to the haulers and buying, buying their merch and seeing, oh, there's racing cards. Because not a lot of them actually know there are racing cards.
0: So that's a great point, and Logan can speak from his his own history there. When he first learned about NASCAR trading cards, was it in Talladega?
1: Yeah, it was the spring race of Talladega in 1988. I was and still am a big Bill Elliott fan. You know, I like the King, and of course, and he's one of my all-time heroes. But anyway, you know, back then they used to have every driver had their own separate. Merchandise hauler and it was a complete semi. It's not like it is now where you've got like, you know, Hendrick guys and one and then you've got the Roush guys and one so on and so forth. So I went to the Bill Elliott hauler to see what they had. You know, it's the first race that I had been to that year. And uh, I walked up there and on the counter, they had a little like a little triangle pyramid stack boxes of 1988 Max. And I, I looked at them and go, oh, my God, those are trading cards. I had no idea that, you know, NASCAR trading cards existed because, you know, I was collecting mostly baseball and some other odds and ends cards at the time. So I asked him how much it was. It was $25 for a, um, you know, a box of, you know, one, one factory set. And, you know, back in ni- 1988, that's kind of pricey. But I bought it because I wanted it. Uh went and took it back to my car because I didn't want to let a bunch of drunks spill beer all over it at Talladega. (laughs) But then when we left Talladega, my wife was sitting in the back with my mother-in-law. My father-in-law was sitting up front. She's open. She opened the box, and as we're going through traffic, she's showing me all these cards. And it was like, man, I'm in love with this stuff right now. It was completely awesome. So I could see where you could get uh, folks engaged with some blaster boxes if they see those because I never see them ever at the track. So. If that's if that's an option, that would be fantastic.
0: At least with the Penske hauler, maybe because Joey Logano, um, I think he has a relationship with you guys. So, yeah, I think that would be a massive win to bring in some new collectors. Who I think the Logans point, and even I've been in, at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Whatever, I have cards and like people are like, where you where did you get them? What what are those? Like, yeah, they they make NASCAR trading cards. So, but yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome to either have them at the haulers or. Um possibly do, you know, maybe it's probably be really hard to do, but I was gonna say like the four championship drivers a pack at Phoenix or something. Uh at the end of that the year. that would be a or, tough one to
2: get done in a rush job, but yeah, exactly. Instant.
0: <laughs> or uh Darlington, the throwbacks. I always love the throwback schemes and stuff like that. Yeah, but Penini Instant or something like that would be uh uh pretty cool. So but that's encouraging that um, you know, we might get some track giveaways or not giveaways or, but, uh, uh, blasters and stuff available at the track.
2: Right. I, I was in the garage area for the Texas race. Uh, and I just see people walking around with their notebooks full of cards. I'm like, Hey, I like your cards. I was actually wearing that shirt that you have behind you, Val. So I got Panini labeled right on my chest and I'm commenting on these people carrying around their Panini cards asking what they if you like them do you anything you can do different well they're pretty good a few updates here and there but overall they're good for getting signed make it yeah. accessible for those people
0: I, yeah i think it's great i don't know how the drivers like them because everybody's got cards and they get writers cramp i guess from signing i think i saw something either from rusty wallace or whatever they were at one of the one of the tracks and somebody's I don't know if he made a comment or was like, he still
2: didn't, didn't realize people still had so many of those cards around. Yeah. Those, once those drivers get in autograph mode, they'll, they're going to sign anything.
1: Oh yeah. Oh.
0: oh yeah. I was, I tell the story about Richard Petty. I was at one of these, I think it was stocks for tots and I had two books. I, ha, I have two little books with cards in it. So uh, I was getting the one card out. So I put one biter down and that was a mistake. Richard Petty picks it up and whoosh, that's <laughs> the outside of my book.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I mean, well, I'm looking for his card in the other book. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's always so, fun.
1: So, you know, I know that we had some NASCAR 75th anniversary cards come out in this year's Donruss. Uh, I assume, I've just made this assumption, that we will see more of those in the upcoming issues for
2: 2023? Yes, yes and there will be an optiChrome element. Ooh, so, those are gonna look with the parallels. They're gonna look really good. Those are
1: gonna look great, man. That's gonna be it's, cool. Uh, some shiny stuff for you, Logan. Oh, it's so shiny.
0: <laughs> yeah, th- those were a nice surprise in in Dunrose, and it's all, you know with the 70th anniversary. I think that really was a nice addition to this year. So,
2: yeah, you, you guys could a, awesome. a lot of drivers have been returning their 75th stuff, so. There won't be as many redemptions for the 75th signatures, but Donner's release, it was something happened to where well, we don't have them ready for packout, but we have we can do redemptions and everything shipped now. Everyone returned theirs quickly. Logan, you got all yours, Val, you have a couple, I think. Uh,
0: not yet. I'm still hunting for some. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So that's cool. So, how do you ha- have any idea how many uh, autographs will be in that
2: set? Or can you tell us that? Uh, not off the top of my head. So, I can check tomorrow, but uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly what's going to be in what right now. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, like I said, I, I really like those cars this year. You guys did a fantastic job on them with the diamond and all that. It's just they're just beautiful, especially. And, and then also, you got to look at the. Uh, the race kings and queens too; those those have the same kind of feel as well, and I really like those too. I think you guys did a
2: great job on Donners this year, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I was uh, proud of that. That's my checklist. Uh, I did that in late '22, so that was fun one to build. I think that was my first full racing product to do a checklist for.
0: Yeah, the, the race kings queens look amazing, and actually, somebody had tweeted out the other day they're working on that like a complete autograph in-person set for those. And uh, they, they look good signed. They look good without being signed. They look even better signed. So.
2: Wow. We, uh, more 75th stuff we're doing. There's going to be special inserts, uh, special base subsets and NT. We're going to have the diamond logo. Oh, I was going to ask yeah. you that. <laughs> yeah. We got some more 75th stuff planned. That's
1: going to be so cool. I can't wait, man. I mean, you know, it, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that, you know, the 75th anniversary season has ended, but Hey, you can continue on with the racing cards for, for a little while, a little while longer. So that's cool.
2: Maybe in 25
1: years, I'll be doing the hundredth anniversary. I hope I'm still here in 25 years. I, I was actually talking about that with my son the other day. I said, let's see in 25 years, I'll be 89. Maybe I'll make it.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> you'll be there. We'll all celebrate at the national together.
1: Yes, we will. So, uh, you know, you said you went to the the Texas track and you were you were in the garage area. Did you guys take a bunch of cards and get drivers to sign them, or was that?
2: There not- was a plan originally for that, but things logistics uh, change and all that. So, but we did get out to Phoenix. Not me, but my director and our acquisitions team got out to Phoenix. Got a bunch of stuff signed for Prime and some stickers for a prism. So you carried a
1: semi-tractor trailer out there, huh? <laughs> I guess so. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be signed. It, you, you also need to get Ty freaking Gibbs to do some scribble-scribble because scribble, I've got a couple of redemptions for him.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. They had a acquisitions team, and my director had a lot of fun talking to drivers out there. I'm going through right now seeing who can – Send some stuff out. Hey, you got some redemptions. Here's some stuff to to fulfill those, and we'll be all caught up. I'm trying to get that work through right now.
1: Well, have you had any better luck with some of the chronic non-signers? And I'm we're not going to mention them, but I mean, have you have have you
2: gotten some more cards back now? Hopefully. Yeah, I've been going through uh, reserving stuff for Prism. Like these guys have their stuff; it's ready. Uh, There are a few who are still lacking on the pace of signing so yeah and some guys won't change
1: well that's true we all and everybody out there listening knows who they are so we'll just leave it at that (laughs) so uh that's that's really cool i'm glad to hear that so uh i know you guys have stuff on the drawing board that goes way on out is there any additional products that you guys are looking at for maybe 2024 besides let's say we've got donrus prime prism chronicles and nt so that'd be the five that we're going to have this year is there going to be any more for 2024
2: it's looking like it's going to go back to a four product calendar year which mm. it's kind of a pain to, for collectors but it's also going to help us catch up
1: that's true i mean you can always expand later i think i think that's probably a good idea is to go ahead and try to get caught up now and then once you're caught up say, hey, hmm, maybe we ought to issue. You have another issue come out, so mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. And there
2: will be a product swap next year. So,
1: hmm, what okay,
2: a So I'll I'll leave y'all guessing on that one. Well, so, what okay.
0: does that mean? though? what does a product product swap mean? I'm missing that. Is that the yes. the release
2: dates or so a one product's going away? Okay, and then one of the current rotation of the four is going to get swapped out with something. And I, w- I will drop a hint that it is something that has been done before. So that leaves it open-ended, but also there's room to make an accurate guess.
1: Oh, okay. So prime's going back away. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. I think,
2: you know, we've
0: talked to other guys before the prime is probably the one that is not every year Everyone, but I'm just thinking, like with Dunros, you can't touch Dunros. That's your flagship, and and Prism, uh, that's close to flagship, I guess, except for 2017 when you guys put in Select, but and then up, uh, Absolute and Certified and Torque, I guess, are the three and then that... Victory Lane as well. Ah, yes, yeah, Victory Lane. Yeah. yeah, 18 and 19 Victory Lane. Yeah. So. All right
2: to be determined on that. But I think my the new group that's in me and my director, the market has been not as strong as it could be the last two, three years.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What what we're doing with more knowledge of like other sports products, we can inc- we're gonna incorporate more of those ideas, some things that have sold really well in like the UFC, NFL, NBA we're going to actually incorporate a lot of these ideas into NASCAR and see, do the racing collectors like it? If not, we can always switch back next year because we're not playing with the biggest brands, the biggest market. It's not going to offend too many people. If something doesn't work, I'm
1: happy to get anything. Honestly, (laughs) you're not going to offend me ever.
0: You know, NASCAR is one of these sports, I don't know what the right way to say it is. I mean, some of these other sports, I think partner with Panini and card car manufacturers a lot better than I think NASCAR does just the way NASCAR's revenue model works or whatever, and having to deal with all the drivers individually and then NASCAR itself and, and the tracks are owned by a few different <clears throat> entities as well. And I don't think people realize how difficult it is. And then, to try to get buy-in, to try to increase the visibility for cards. I, I just think it's is really tough. So I, I know you know Panini has taken it a step above with advertising on the car. That gets you at you know at the track and visible to collectors. But uh, you know it was so frustrating I guess in seventeen and eighteen, you know, to see Tops and Major League Baseball falling all over each other or whatever and pushing some of that stuff and not being able to see, you know, NASCAR. Because you guys pay for the license and all that stuff. So even for them to help you uh, reach reach more collectors. So I'm, I'm excited about, uh, you know, this push with some other, some other brands and try to bring maybe – see, I don't know if you either go after – NASCAR collectors that don't know about cards or card collectors and bring them into NASCAR,
2: you know, and there's a middle ground
0: there that
2: I think that's where the focus needs to be, because if we can get people who are knowledgeable to start even teaching people, like people coming in who aren't just going to go to the track, if we do something with the tracks or teams buy a blaster and that's it, we want the people who are going to keep coming back, keep buying stuff, trying to collect more to maybe get stuff signed in the garages.
0: Yeah, I always found that interesting. So at the NASCAR Hall of Fame, you know, for years, like with Press Pass was around, they didn't even have cards in the, you know, uh, gift shop or whatever. Now I have seen some Panini stuff there, but again, it's one of those things where NASCAR maybe owns it, but the city of Charlotte runs it. So you have to go through multiple layers and everybody's got to sign off to, to get the approval. So it just makes it, it, seems like it's a battle and it
2: shouldn't be that hard of a battle. You think my, my team once my director. He's on board. He thinks going to tracks, going to teams would be a great idea. It's people a little bit higher than him. who. Where is it? The benefit to us in a certain certain region, like where is it gonna help us progress? But I think if we can make this brand a little stronger by pushing for more engagement with fans at the racetracks, I think that would help change their minds a little bit.
0: It's gotta be tough because these are you know business folks and it's gonna cost X amount to do this. And then how do you measure that this was successful or not. So that's the biggest thing. I I worked for Lance. Uh, Lance was coming up on its 100th anniversary. I was wanting to, uh, uh, this before, I guess, NASCAR stuff, but to have baseball cards on the home packs, whatever. But you're trying to get Lance Marketing to understand that, that they would get a lot of folks that would go after these home packs just for those cards. It's kind of like the Kraft Macaroni Cheese Days for... Older, older folks, and I guess the jello and all that other stuff. But anyway, it's, but it all comes down to uh, how much it's going to cost and how can I can measure it to make sure it's a success or not. So, why we all, you know, think it's going to be the bean counters want to see the numbers. So,
1: well, you know, going off what you just said, Val, something that I think would really be cool too, Misha, and something you guys, I'm sure you guys have already thought about this, but like, for example, I know M&M's doesn't sponsor a NASCAR cup car anymore, but you know, take a product like that and insert, have a, have a special deal where if you buy these, this pack of M and M's or whatever, there's a, a NASCAR card in that pack, you know, cause I know Twizzlers did that a few years ago with, uh, uh, or several years ago with press pass and press pass had several different things. Like they had ra- the The razors, the Gillette razors, they had Tic Tacs, they had all kinds of different things that they had product placement in. So that may be something that honestly, that'd be something that I would like to see because I love those kind of issues to where I have to chase those things and that they're not readily accessible to me. I have to go out there and buy the product to get it. So
0: that brings up a good point. So does when I bring up, when I was talking about the Lance example, I think major league baseball had, or maybe it was tops had a division that would work with companies that wanted to do promotions. Does Panini have a, a department like that where say I made a widget and I wanted to put a NASCAR trading card in there. Since you guys have the license to produce those things that, you know, there's somebody to talk to about what it would cost and how we go about that, whatever. Yeah. uh,
2: that's all going to fall in our marketing department. Okay. They are what they do with uh, Greg Alden and Joey. I, I would love to expand on that. Find some other methods of, advertising do some product placement it would be it'd be really cool to see it go to target or walmart wherever it's like oh you buy that product and there's your little pack of cards i'd like to yeah. see some
1: crispy cream nascar cards
2: yeah, <laughs> maybe, some all Chick-fil-A days.
1: cards too <laughs> yeah. go to Chick-fil-A, buy a chicken sandwich here's your nascar card man I
0: remember like denny's going to denny's and, ha- and getting cards and
1: but the baseball cards yeah i remember that back in the day
0: yeah, there's just back in the '90s, man. There were so many promotions,
2: yeah, I mean, Texaco, it, man.
0: and I think and, uh, everybody everybody had a promotion. <laughs> they did. It was a food line, though. I think they're they just finished printing those from Richard Petty's last year, man. They printed so much of those.
1: <laughs>
2: they so did. They printed
1: a lot.
0: So I have to ask this question: Any plans to resurrect the Panini Instant at all?
2: Right now, I don't see anything happening with instant. I do think it was really cool. Uh, but I mean, those things are short print, every single one of them. What was the highest number you ever saw?
0: 120, 150 maybe. Yeah, yeah, but there's a ton at 50 something.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm working
0: on that 2017 set. The 2016 I've got, 2017 is a, a tough one, but I still know. 2017 was the first year for wins for Ryan Blaney, Austin Dillon, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Their first win cards are in 2017. And they have re- retirement of uh, Tony Stewart and uh, Dale Hart Jr. But yeah, th- those are massive, massive short prints. I don't think they get kind of don't get enough love. They get out of sight, out of mind. People realize how tough those are.
2: I love the uh, I love moments cards, like an immaculate immaculate moments. Those are some of the best looking cards. It's looking back at them and saying, "Oh, I remember that. That was so cool." That's why I wanted to do uh, for Donruss 24 little peek behind the curtain. We're gonna be doing a moments set because Donruss is classified as a like a replay of the previous season, mm. which is why it's the final program with. All the previous season fire suits and paint schemes. we going to do a moment set, just stuff all throughout the year from a close finish, maybe somewhat an underrated driver, an unexpected driver winning a couple races in a row, or something like the Hail Melon. Yes. In, in uh, NT, we're going to have a, another nice moment set in there too for that season. And I've seen the cards. I've uh, done our routings I've looked at them make sure they're all clean. Some of those cars look just amazing. A certain Carl Edwards moment at a large super speedway where his car didn't quite make the finish line. I mean that's gonna be a I think that car's gonna be pretty one. Nice I have the bumper
1: rear bumper off that car here. Do you really? Yeah. I really, really do. Wow I bought it. They had a charity auction soon after that, and uh, I splurged and bought it because I was at that race. So that that was—I thought Car Edwards was going to be seriously hurt, but then he climbed out of that car and did his Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool,
2: wonderful. man. Yeah, moments are just love the moment sets. They're just a snapshot of time and historic place. And we've always—I
0: was saying like, NASCAR had like a, a season recap between um, I don't know I think it was press pass VIP or even the 89, 89 max, I guess it was had the previous year wins. And even in 2016 Dunruss with the Winter circles, I think it was, was a, a recap, but that may think, have you guys in 2016 prism, you guys did use the NASCAR hall of fame logo. I have not seen it in another product since any, Anything with that, or or celebrating this new class of yes. Hall of
2: Famers, or yes, we will have in Prime. We will have a you got a guess there, Logan? Yep, yeah. he just came upstairs. <laughs> yeah, we, in Prime we will have an autograph set and a base subset featuring the Hall of Fame logo and some of the best drivers, pioneers, crew chiefs, etc., to be in the Hall. Oh, God.
0: That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's you're all going to be real happy with that
1: one. Yes, very much so.
0: I was going to say, uh, actually, I was thinking about the if you, if you remember well, 20, 2008 Speedway, I think it was, there was something called Garage graphs, And it was drivers and crew chiefs, and then some of them crew chiefs had their own <laughs> own cards. So I don't think the crew chiefs get enough love. Uh, but I'm sure there's probably hard to sell crew chief cards, but
2: if you pair the right crew chief and driver, maybe someone with seven championships, they'll, they'll sell. Yes. Agree. Hint, hint. Yeah. Hint,
1: hint. Hall of Fame. Hint, hint.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so That's so another each... fun one to do, is the multi-autograph. Building a checklist with multiple signers on one card. That, it's a tough one to get unique and do something that hasn't been done. But when you get three best drivers of the 88 car on one card. I mean, it's going to be fun. That's going to be cool. Can't
1: wait.
0: Logan, did you have something else you were saying or?
1: No, I was just going to say, you know, is there anything, anything else you might like to add before we get out of here with, with Misha? Cause I know Misha has got some other things he's got to do.
2: I'm all good.
1: Okay. You're all good.
2: All right, cool. I got anything else.
0: I was just thinking if there was any more questions, I think you've answered all of them. And, um, I guess that's it. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you for the insight into uh, the products here. It's some exciting stuff coming in 2024. Everybody save your money because uh, we've got a lot of product here coming, hopefully, in 24. So uh, mm-hmm. like Logan was saying, is we don't usually see products. Uh, I guess we see them every quarter,
1: maybe. So now we might see them uh,
0: every month. So that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, that, that's cool. that's cool. So so Misha, do you have any contact information or any way that somebody can get a hold of
2: you if they need to? Uh yes, I have my uh, ex, X, formerly known as Twitter. It is a uh, Misha Wines97. And my Instagram is Mwines underscore cards. So I show off my cards that I have collected over the years. And those are probably the two best places to if you have a question to DM me on one of those two okay sweet I, cool.
0: I do, so i do have one question what is one of your favorite cards in your collection oh
2: favorite cards in my collection it's, i think it's my it, 2021 NT. my first ever box of NT was racing and it was a solid box got noah gregson auto uh, then chase Elliott dual sheet metal booklet but the best card in there was a Dale Junior auto at twenty-five. Mm. I, was, I was stoked for that one. I know you were. everyone at the card shop was huddled around me watching me open a box. I was I had to get it done quick. I had to get to work. <laughs> so I pulled it, I'm like I celebrated a little and hauled back to my apartment to change and get ready for work.
0: Awesome. Well, okay, that made me think of one more thing for NT. I'm always pushing, <laughs> always pushing. I want the box design to be checkerboard. So you can tell at the at the show that it's right. net racing and not <laughs> football. Right. And basketball. Yeah, I've had
2: that experience. Oh, is that racing? Oh no, it's football. Is that yeah. racing? No, it's baseball.
0: Yeah. So I think checker flag would distinguish them from uh, all the other sports. So agree. Make them the envious
2: of the N T. Oh uh, speaking of changing things up. The parallels for Donners Twenty Four are gonna blow your mind. A lot of lot of changes. It's, a, it's really gonna bring some more value to some of the parallels. Awesome, that's gonna be nice. And a hint is that we don't have our own Donners optic racing. So do with that what you will, and look forward to that. What I said, okay. What about Donners optic? We we don't have our a Donners racing optic product, like. So we can incorporate that a little bit more. Thank you. help collectors grow and sell stuff. Okay. That's cool. A lot more shiny stuff. <laughs> shiny.
0: <laughs> that makes Logan happy. <laughs> I like shiny. <laughs> we got to come out. Oh um, well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Misha, appreciate it very much. I know you got to go. You have some other things to do, And um, but we appreciate you coming on and uh, you're welcome any, any time. And, um, Thank you very much.
2: Yep. Thanks, man. Appreciate it a bunch. I loved, uh, loved being on here. Definitely have me again. We're not going to talk as long tonight as we did at the National, but <laughs> some other time we definitely can. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. See you guys. Yep. I right. see you, man.
1: That was cool. That's a lot of good information.
0: Yeah, that was, that was great. Uh Really enjoyed hearing about some of the I say behind the curtain stuff is what he could tell us, right? So, yeah,
1: because, yeah, I know, I know he's got, he's got a lot of knowledge in there. He just, he can't, he can't tell it all right now.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, but, um, anyway, all right. So let's, uh, continue on uh, with the show. Let's see. I had, didn't even have my stuff up here. Okay. So everybody was off except for Formula One. There was their last race. Uh, I think the big, the big, the the big thing that was in play was the driver championship for what second place. So
1: yeah, that was the big thing everybody was concerned about.
0: <laughs> yeah, everything else was has been taken care of for I guess weeks, whatever. But yeah, that yeah, was
1: and the yeah. manufacturers championship as well. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that was the two thousand and uh, Dhabi Grand Prix. That was Sunday, November twenty sixth, at Yez Marina Circuit in Abu Dhabi. It was fifty eight laps. Max first Verstappen was our winner. Um, Charles Leclerc second, George Russell third. Uh, actually, Sergio Perez was, I guess, it was what second, but he got hit with a five second penalty. So, which I could see it both ways. I was uh, wasn't too sure about that, but. Um, It it was just an incredible record-setting season with Max Verstappen winning 19 of the 22 races Mm
2: -hmm.
0: for a a win total of 86.36%. Red Bull won 21 of the 22 races. That's a 95.45 percentage points. Unbelievable. And Lewis Hamilton is 0 for 44 in those last two seasons.
1: And you know, Max is the first driver to ever lead 1,000 laps. So that's impressive.
0: Just unbelievable domination. Uh, and domination, I don't even think comes close to the domination.
1: I don't want to see that again next year.
0: Well, I think I saw something I don't know if it's legit or not was that Red Bull is gonna have to pay some five million dollar fine or not fine, but five million dollars because of the competition, something or other, because you know they had done so well compared to everybody else. But uh, I don't know if that's legit or not. But to your mm. point, I, I don't know if we. We want to see that again. 10 wins in a row, 21 of 22 races by one
1: team. And he's on another streak too now. So he's what seven or whatever in a row now, whatever the streak is. So he's on a new streak. So he may break, he may break the 10 in a row.
0: Yeah, he he won by 290 points. Sergio Perez was 290 points behind him in the standings. He had 19 wins, 21 podiums, and a 22, 12 poles, thousand laps led, thousand and three.
1: Just unbelievable. Well, they're gonna Red Bull's gonna have a new chassis next year. So is uh, Mercedes. They're, they're, I think they're gonna have a new chassis as well. So you know, there's gonna be some unknowns. But if it's anything like it was this year, I, I fully expect. Uh, you know, the Red Bull team to kick everybody's butt again. Yeah, hopefully it's a little, I don't know, I'll say a little more fair, but. More parody.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah,
1: we'll go with that. Yeah, I'd like to see a little bit more parody. I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of races this year, and, and I'm going to be perfectly honest, some of them were snooze fest. I mean, Max is on the pole, he gets out front, gone nothing else happened but but you know we had a good race at Las Vegas that was a great race i have to admit but the majority of them i think were stinkers
0: and part of it is i think ferrari could have had some better showing but it was either their bad luck or mistakes i it, I, I don't know how to exactly word it i'm thinking you know Carlos Sands with the water valve cover, um, Charles Leclerc with some carbecues or or transmission <laughs> yeah. issues, uh, mistakes here and there, was like was it on one of the first lap or first warm-up lap? And just all kinds of weird stuff, uh, either being undercut or overcut, or just pit strategies being wrong. I I think maybe max wouldn't have had um, i'll say as much dominating but would have given him i guess a little bit more so i i think mistakes by ferrari you know they all everything went red bull's way pretty much i guess except for that one that one race which then ferrari got all all the planets aligned for them and they beat max and uh, broke his streak
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i think Max is kind of like Jimmy Johnson. He's got that golden horseshoe.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh he, he had some some good luck. And then even with the five second penalties, he's still
1: you know, still winning. He still overcame him in one. Yeah. He's he's an amazing talent. I'm not gonna take any away from him with that, but you know, with the talent, you, you can have all the talent in the world, but you still have to have a good car.
0: Yeah, we've mentioned it before the same is true in, in NASCAR. You, you know, and you need a good car and, and a, a good driver, a great driver. So, you know, a great driver can make a, a good car better. And you have a great car and a great driver, you have uh, 2023 max for stopping results. Yes, you do. But, you know, the
1: thing let's don't do this in NASCAR, though. Just don't have somebody win. You know, 30 at 30 races out of 30, whatever, you know, 36.
0: Yeah. It almost like you want to go with the F2, right? Cause I think F2, they all use the same car or put Max in one of the bottom cars in the Haas car and see what it does.
1: I just want to see Lewis Hamilton come over to NASCAR and run a Daytona 500 or something.
0: Oh man, that would be awesome.
1: I take a few, few of the F1 guys running in NASCAR. You know, you're welcome, you know, Kimi and he, he ran the 91 car. So, or Trackhouse. Trackhouse has a decent car, so. They have decent cars, no doubt. But anyway, yeah. so, so the season's over with, with, F1. So, all the seasons are done. We're, we're done till we see NASCAR in February. Yeah,
0: and that makes me think of, so next week, we're going to do a live show on Friday.
1: So that's gonna be cool. And we're gonna have giveaways too.
0: Yeah, you do not want to miss that. Um, what time are we going live? Did I say? Did you say?
1: Uh no, this that you are the time scheduling, dude. Uh, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> you, I, you did, I don't know if you want to go on record right now saying it or not, or just announce it later. I guess I'll announce it later and put me on the spot.
0: But anyway, well, let's get back to for stopping for one last time. Uh his rookie cards. He has a few cards before the 2020. Tops cards. He has a 2016 Topps Trumps, um, Grand Prix Heroes, and Grand Prix Hilden. And let me post those up for you. Here we go. And then you see the, the back of them on the right-hand side. It's kind of the same picture. There's a 2018 as well before we get to the 2020s. There's also 2020. He has a Tops Now card with a print run of just over 4,000, 4,047. And then we have all the 2020s. So we have 2020 Tops Chrome, Formula One. There's 13 cards and one image variation. There's a few parallel, the parallels. There's a few. Uh, Inserts like the 54, World of Wheels, and Track Tags. Uh, There's all kinds of parallels of those 13 cards and one image variation. We also have others in the 2020 Topps Chrome Sapphire Edition. And also 2020 Topps F1 Official Stickers. There's 11 stickers in that sticker set. 2020 Tops Turbo Attacks Formula One, 12 cards and three limited edition cards in Turbo Attacks. And then there's also the super high end, the 2020 Tops Dynasty Formula One with patches, memorabilia, autographs, dual relic autographs, uh, just a bunch of high end. Amazing cards for Max Verstappen, his first trading cards.
1: Yeah, it's a NASCAR radio buttload.
0: It sure is, but I wouldn't say the you know if the prices have come down because everybody is so I don't know. It's kind of like Jimmy Johnson. No, nobody wanted to collect them, or he's everywhere, and um. You know, but I i think they're, they're decent to pick up at, at this. I mean, before
1: we, we blink here, he's got three championships. Yeah, it just seems like yesterday he was fighting Lewis Hamilton for his first one.
0: A- exactly. So, we're going to blink again, and is he going to have, you know, two more? So, or at least,
1: you know, was he third, fourth on the list of wins Ready? He's, uh, I think he's third. Yeah, he's got fifty. 50- Four, I think 54 wins already. Yeah. And Lewis Hamilton's got 103. So, yes. So you know. Max
0: needs some massive years, but uh, and then uh, Michael Michael Schumacher's in the middle there, somewhere in 80s, I think.
1: He's got no, he's got 91. He's, okay, he's second st- he with yes. 91. Yeah. And um, yeah, but you know, Max didn't start Formula One, his first active season, I think, was 2015. So I mean that's only that's only eight years, you know. And, and Lewis Hamilton's been Lewis Hamilton has been around since 2007. So what is that? Sort of, what 15? He's been around for like 15 years or whatever. Uh, I think that's right. <laughs> I may be ciphering incorrectly, but but you know Lewis. Ham- so Max Verstappen has another seven. He can he can keep on like Lewis did, and he's gonna he's gonna easily surpass I think Lewis Hamilton, but. <coughs> You know anything? Anything can happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Not only, you know, his his drive to, I guess pun intended, to drive. You know, you get you get a bunch of money, or you get a you know a bunch of records, and you decide, hey, I'm retiring early. Was that um, the the football quarterback luck? Like ah, I'm Barry Sanders. Oh, I'm done. Yep. So.
1: So we'll see, time will tell. Next 4 or 5 years we'll we'll get a better picture of what's going to happen with him. He may he may win the next 4 or 5 championships for all we know. Or maybe Logan Sargent all of a sudden comes up out of nowhere and he's the next big phenom, who knows.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think the records this year are going to be hard for him to beat.
1: <laughs> That's very true. 86%
0: win record. And Red Bull. So anyway, yes. Um, So that's the master stopping uh first trading card. So, one yeah. to knock that out. So, yeah, we're we're kind of done here for the season.
1: So it's yeah. like look around. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it is, but it's not. Yeah, but um, we got a lot, of, a lot of cool things going on on, on the off season though.
0: Yeah, like the Racing Card Hall of Fame.
1: Yes. And I think we've got a, a, a little graphic you can throw up here in a second. But we're still accepting nominations for the NASCAR NASCAR the Racing Card Hall of Fame. My bad. Um, as you can see, there's, there's the URL. It's https colon slash slash bit.ly slash RCHOF cards. So if you go to that URL and then your, put your uh, email in And the password is R-C-H-O-F, all caps. Or you can just scan this convenient QR code. Convenient. That's on your screen right now. But you can nominate your cards. Again, we're going to, the nominations end on December 2nd. Val and I and and the Racing Card Hall of Fame Committee will be tabulating everything. We're going to come up with our list of 40. We're going to write descriptions for all these cards. We will create a new document, new Google document out there, to where everybody can vote starting in January or right after the first of the year, and then uh, once everybody votes, we will announce the first inaugural ten inductees to the Racing Card Hall of Fame, right before Daytona. So that's the plan as it stands now.
0: I'm excited to see that list. I haven't, I've been purposely, I haven't been bugging you about seeing it, but I'm.
1: Yes, yeah, great. Seen
0: it I know. I'm. I can't wait to see the nominees and then work on voting for the induction. That'd be awesome.
1: So there's, there's one card in particular that I'm sure I'm not going to mention it, but it's pretty much on everybody's nomination list. Pretty much everybody, not everybody. There's a few that have not nominated that card, but for the most part, yes.
0: Well, I was put down on Twitter. I mean, Hey, F1 IndyCar, NHRA, motocross, NASCAR, I don't know, jet boats. I don't
1: know. Yeah, hydroplane, hydroplanes, airplanes, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of cool cards out there. Uh, you know, if you go out to the PSA set registry and look at my Motorsports Hall of Fame of America set that I'm continually working on because they induct new people every year, you'll see all these different people that are in that Hall of Fame who've been inducted from all these different motorsports disciplines. So you can kind of get an idea of what kind of cards they have. So, you know, if, if you don't know what you want to put out there, go out there and look at that and maybe give you some ideas. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Hey, it's free to enter and whatever, whatever auto or any racing thing put in your nominations.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, we appreciate and I appreciate all the input so far. I uh, hope hope we'll see a few more before it's over with. Like I said, it ends on the second of December.
0: Yeah, I don't, don't want anybody to think it just has to be NASCAR. It does not have to be NASCAR. I think no, I, not. I nominated some non NASCAR ones. So,
1: mm-hmm. and we've got several nominations for cards other than NASCAR uh, NASCAR cards. So that and that's what we want because this is, like I said, it's the racing card Hall of Fame, not the NASCAR card Hall of Fame. That's right. We started
0: as NASCAR radio, but we are auto racing. So, yeah. Giving everybody a voice here since everybody's neglecting us. This is your spot.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <If> you call <laughs> it racing, your spot oh, is here. A,
0: the island of misfit toys. But, but yeah. Hey, if, you know, the <laughs> baseball folks and the football folks, whatever, they can do their thing, but we can all conjugate here.
1: Oh, great. You know, now I'm hearing that song, the. We're from the island of misfit toys. Yeah, so I was watching that the other lot. day. So I I, <laughs> show, I saw it the other night. I, it's one of my favorite shows. I digress.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we both do. Okay, yeah, so we we're already at time here. We got that great interview this morning this morning. this The earlier today. uh I don't know if you want to talk about um Justin real quick.
1: Yeah, let's let's talk about Justin real quick. Uh, for those of you who may or may not know Justin Channels, he is one of the owners of the California Roadshow um, trading card shop, the sports card shop in California. Of course, California, yeah, go figure. But uh, Justin is also, he's a big NASCAR card collector. And, of course, one of the cards he's been after for quite some time is the 1972 STP Richard Petty. And he recently acquired one. I think it was a PSA 2.5, if I remember correctly. He has since cracked it out. And uh, he texted me today. He flew out from California to North Carolina just to get Richard Petty's autograph. And he was successful today. He got Richard Petty to autograph that card. and He also got him to inscribe it as well. So if uh, you want to follow Justin out there on social media, he's at I think it's at Justin channels or I I, should have probably been prepared for that, but I was not. But there's a picture of him right there. He's got the card and he's with the king. He said as soon as he pulled up, the king was getting out of his car. So very perfect timing on his part. And there's a close up of the card right there.
0: Hey, Rich Petty, 200.
1: Yeah, he got got the 200 on there because you know, Richard Petty doesn't normally do inscriptions. That's that's not his thing. I've never asked him. Yeah, Justin's handle is at Justin underscore channels. That's what I have thought. So give him a follow. Uh, we are probably going to reach out to him and see if we can get him on the show in the near future so he can talk about his experience because I, I'm sure it was pretty cool. Yeah, you in fact, to- I know it was cool. Anytime you meet the king, it's cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he went in the museum, too. So
1: Yeah, and there's some pictures of, of the museum right there.
0: Everything is signed.
1: <laughs> yeah, Richard Petty signed everything in there. So you, you if you ever go out to that, that museum in Randleman, you will see a- every piece of memorabilia is signed by the king. Because he was told that if he signs it, it's going to be worth more money. So that's yeah. that's what that's what I heard. But yeah, there's the card again. And for a 2.5, that's a beautiful looking card.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I think uh, maybe down here in the bottom left hand corner, maybe it's got some surface. I have to, I have to pull, look at that 2.5. But anyway, it's um, you know, we talked to him in Chicago about trying to acquire a Richard 72 SCP Petty. <laughs> that's the toughest p- the part. Uh, Richard, you know, shows up at the museum once a week, so. Uh, mm-hmm. that was really cool and so he you know he talked to us about uh, flying in or trying to um, meet with him to get that in sign in person so i'm so excited for him i know this is something he's been wanting to do for a while so uh, that it's uh, just just it's just awesome
1: yeah he texted me about it today he told me he was going to go into more detail later tonight so i haven't heard back from him yet But, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking to try to get him on the show. So Justin, if you are watching and or listening, we want you to be on the show. So I'm going to, I'll reach out to him and I'm sure he'll be on the show. He's a, he's a cool guy.
0: He's a great guy. And again, his story, you know, might inspire somebody else to, uh, to, to do something like this as well. So
1: yeah, really, really cool.
0: The NASCAR drivers for the most part are fantastic. Mm Um, so it, that that's
1: awesome. So yeah, congrats to Justin. Way to go, Justin. Yes. Yeah, it's one of off his bucket list there. Yeah, no doubt. So now there's one less one less PSA graded card in the population when you think about it.
0: Yeah, I've probably done a few of those myself too. So yeah. I think I turned it on my my stickers though.
1: I do, I do that too. So yeah, that's something else, real quick. If you crack cards, PSA is not gonna ding you for sending them the labels because what PSA does with the labels, once they get them, they will adjust the population report accordingly and we'll have a more accurate population report. So that's a good thing because I've handed, I've handed some directly to Joe Orlando and to Steve Sloan over the years. I just wait till I go to the national and go, Oh, Hey, here, I hand it to them and they go, oh, thanks. We appreciate that. So they, they don't ding you. They don't hate you for doing that. Nope.
0: <clears throat> All right. Also, NASCAR news.
1: Yeah. Real quick. You want to talk about what happened today with the, the new TV deal?
0: Yes. So I believe that Amazon prime got a few, what? Six races. Maybe.
1: I think it's five. I think they're, they're going to split 10, 10 races in the middle of the season between, uh, TNT sports and Amazon prime. I think
0: the next year, well, not next year. So that's starting in 2025. So uh, I guess in 2025, which would be like our sixth year on the podcast, we got to make sure we, when we talk about the next race, what channels is on? Because it's going to be. I don't know about you, but I follow hockey sometimes, and I'm like, what? Where is it at? Is it on regular TV? Is it on Hulu? Is it on Max? Is it on ESPN Plus? It's starting to get a little aggravating. But hey, more eyes for they talk about like Mon, not Monday, Thursday night football, whatever it is on Prime. That is it's helped more people watch that um, that game. So hopefully this will help with NASCAR as well.
1: I'm certainly hoping so. I'm hoping that it, it gives uh, NASCAR a very big boost. I'm hoping that it increases the viewership. We get new viewers. Hopefully some of those new viewers will go, "Hey, wow, I collect baseball cards, and wow, there's NASCAR cards." or you know f1 cars, but hey there's nascar cards maybe we ought to look into collecting some of those so hopefully all that will trickle downhill and and be good for everybody definitely
0: we'll see what the results are but i think that's the plan yeah all right i think that's all we got time for we're already
1: yeah we're gonna have to get going on king's court i think it's time to roll the beautiful bean footage don't you think
0: I think it is. Let me load that up, lock in. Okay, here we go. All right.
1: All right. Welcome to this week's King's Court. And before I even start on this, I'm going to say there were so many cool cards that ended on eBay this week. I I could have done 10, maybe even 15 honorable mentions. There were so many unbelievable cards out there. So it was really hard to whittle whittle things down, but we're going to start out with our honorable mention. Number one, this was on the 27th of November. It's a 2013 Kyle Larson gold out of 125 auto rookie. It's from press pass fanfare. It's a PSA 10 pop one Jim Mint, it says, and they were asking $1,795 for this. Now keep in mind, this is this is rookie time we're talking about. They accepted a best offer of $999 for this car. Wow. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So looks like you know, we're starting to see glimpses of some of people actually really recognizing some of these cars for what they're, you know, really probably worth compared to these other sports. Right. So,
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm trying to think of what the other one, the higher ones were numbered, but they're, they're not exorbitantly numbered. Um, You know, the 2013 we talk about that fanfare Uh you know, that stuff's dried up. So,
1: well, do you remember back at the national back in 2013 when they had, uh, where press pass was giving away the little little packs out that had cards out of five.
0: I don't remember. I don't remember that.
1: You remember that? Well, that's where I got my. I have oh. this card in an auto. It's out of five. Back yes. yeah.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha.
1: They're the green. They're the green. Have the green foil. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool card. But uh, yeah,
0: amazing card.
1: Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Don't you've you've had some of these in the past, don't you have you have one of these.
0: I have, I can't. I have to look. I've sold some, but my big thing is 2013. Uh, I think Fanfare. They're autographed. The base cards are autographed, or yeah. the die cuts are autographed. So <clears throat> I went through a phase where I was getting a lot of in-person autographs from him on the Fanfare and Total Memorabilia.
1: Yeah. Do you remember when we went to the NASCAR Hall of Fame? We went to the um, when they had the all the drivers at the convention center that year. And uh, I think it was what, 2014, maybe, I think, or 2013. I can't I can't remember. I'm I'm, my mind is whatever. But remember, I I went up to Kyle Larson with his rookie card from uh, Total Memorabilia. and It was the first time he had seen one of those cards. He goes, wow, this is really cool. And he signed it and everything. So I've got that card. So I thought that was pretty. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah, it's a great yeah. great card.
0: They're tough, and he's a Hall of Fame, going to be.
1: He's going to be in the Hall of Fame, yep, sure enough. All right, so let's move on, I guess. Um, honorable mention number two. This was on the 28th of November, and Ken's going to like this. This is a PSA 4.5 1911 T36 American Tobacco George H. Robertson And then there's also two more cards. There's a PSA Mulford, and there's also Ralph De Palma. So you got three cards here for one price. Uh, All three of these cards, I think two of them are fours, and one of them is a 4.5. I think the the, uh, Robertsons are 4.5. But they were asking $1,100 for all three of these cards. Guess what? Guess what? You got a click? We got a click. Wow! Click, and they bought all three of these cards, total for eleven hundred bucks.
0: Man, I'm just saying you that red is so bright. That is... it's beautiful. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's something else.
1: So yeah, if you're looking to do some vintage uh, racing cards, the T36 Auto Driver set from 1911 is is a awesome set to collect. I've got, I've got a handful. I think I have maybe a third of that set. They're hard to find, and now with all the crazy things going on with the price increases in Formula One and everything, these cards have gotten quite pricey, too, as you can well see. I mean, this is, what, $366 Yeah. average price per card? Wow. And, Very nice. Yeah, and these cards have just a little bit of education. These cards have two different backs. They have a Hassan back, and they have a Mecca back. So there's two different backs. It's a 25 card set, so you could there's conceivably um, at least 50, but I think there's also some also very there's some other variations. I forget what they are. Um, I tell you what, Ken knows all about these cards. He's collecting them, um, so he may be he may be the one. I think there's there's like a, a variation for the factories of where where they were produced. You know, kind of like what you see in the T206s and things like that. So these are cool cards. Awesome.
0: All right, let's keep it going.
1: All right, keep going. Sorry, man. All right, Joker of the week. This is on the twenty sixth of November, nineteen eighty four. Ayrton Senna. It says rookie, F one, rapid. It's rests Oh, I, I'm I'm gonna butcher this. Raspadita, I think. Turbo disc is what it's called. Rospedita. I, I guess that means rapid. I would think. Sounds like it to me. But look. It's just a it's just a disc basically of his helmet, right? They were asking fourteen hundred and fifty dollars for this card. Guess what? We got another click. Click. Wow! Somebody bought that little disc for fourteen hundred and fifty dollars of Ayrton Cinema. Amazing. Yeah, and it's like I said, it doesn't even have a picture of him. But you know, I guess when you look at it. I mean, we've we've got pictures of cars, so why not have pictures of helmets? We've had pictures of helmets in the past, you know, with with Zenith and Max, and, you know, they've done some helmet cards that are really nice. So, um, yeah, what do you think about that, man? That's impressive.
0: (laughs) Somebody down I think they're out of Argentina, boy. (laughs) They're probably looking for more.
1: I need to do a field trip down down to South America and and go on a buying trip. (laughs) Yeah. Buying soccer cards and buying F1 cards and yeah. bring them back.
0: But that's that's really impressive. That's strong.
1: That's very strong. It's very unusual. I, I love discs anyway, so discs are, are cool to me. So I, I think it's pretty cool, but it just seems awful pricey to me. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Let's keep it
1: going. All right, man. Jack of the Week. This is on the 23rd of November, 2022. Topps Chrome F1, number 82, Logan Sargent, Super Factor, one of one. They were asking, let's see, they were asking, this is this was out of Canada. So they were asking four thousand nine hundred and ninety-five dollars Canadian, which equates to like thirty six hundred and seventy-seven dollars US. They accepted a best offer of four thousand one hundred and seven dollars Canadian, very odd number, which equates to three thousand and twenty-one dollars US. Wow. So so that card went for a little over three grand in, in US money. But it's a cool looking card. I like it. it looks the, the corners look good. I was looking at it. Um, the centering's pretty good. It's the the left to right's off just a little bit, but other than that, I think it's a great card.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's on my pay grade.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Me too. Wow, pretty cool. Yeah. So, I'm hoping for better things for him next year. I hope he can, uh, in the Williams, I hope he can do a little bit better.
0: Sells the buyer.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, we have got our uh, queen of the week. This is on the 20th. I went back a little bit because this one was so cool not to put it in, in here. That is 20th. Cool. Yes. Yeah. 20th of November 2010, five star signature souvenirs, Danica Patrick Prime Patch Auto, one of one. You now this card went out for bidding, and I think, really, in the grand scheme of things, went pretty cheap. It went for two hundred and thirty-nine dollars and eighty-one cents with three bids. So yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh I'll say the patch is awesome.
1: The patch is completely awesome. It's the Hot Wheels patch that is so 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 cool. Yeah. So
0: I, I guess it's maybe about five hundred. You think?
1: Yeah, I, I would say, you know, if you've got Haley Deegan and some of the other ones going for that kind of money, I would say That's definitely true. this is a $500 card yeah. easily. And and think about it, too. It's a crossover for the Hot Wheel collectors because, you know, they're going to see that and go, oh, man, look at that. has got Hot Wheels logo on there. So, you know, it's kind of like Coca-Cola stuff. Same kind of thing.
0: Yeah, probably they didn't do it justice in the description.
1: No, I don't don't think they did, because they just said Prime Patch Auto, if they had mentioned Hot Wheels in there, I think they would have got a lot more eyes.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. So, But cool card.
1: Yeah, very cool. I I think somebody got a bargain on that one. I think so, too. All right, King of the Week. This is on the 26th of November. Here we go again, but I'm not complaining. Richard Petty, 1972 STP Racing Rookie Card. It says, King of NASCAR early rookie card, vintage hall of fame. Uh, They were asking $2,400 for this. And it went for a best offer of $2,050, which if you compare that to some of these other prices we've seen lately, that's cheap. Yeah. Because, you know, um, these, these SGC cards, usually you, if you were to take that card and cross it over to PSA, it would probably be a PSA four. Cause there's usually a, one number grade difference between SGC and, and PSA. So this would, this would, it, this would probably equate to a PSA four. It looks but good. It's a good looking card. Um, the back doesn't look too bad. We I don't see a bunch of those Brown spots on it either.
0: No, just look at maybe some of the corners are Yeah. I dinged, but that's it. But it doesn't look if like there's any marks or anything. So no Browning.
1: Yeah. And you know, um, the, uh population for the sgc they've only ever graded four of those cards completely period yeah it's a
0: it's a tough card
1: it is and i looked at at bgs they've only ever done six yeah so so yeah very low population
0: that's why i think people don't realize is when you start looking for one (laughs) that's when the problem comes up you know you can go on ebay and find all the 52 mantles you want but you, you, you're you not going to find all the Richard Petty rookie you want.
1: No, you're not. Uh, you know, and we've talked about it like forever and forever, but you know, this is our, this is our 52 mantle right here for sure. If you're, if you want to compare it to the other sports, this, this is the NASCAR version of, of the 1952
0: tops Mickey mantle. Yeah. We're not going to find a big fan of these. We're not going to find a bunch of, Wax packs with them or anything like that, since that's not how they were distributed. So
1: no, because oh. they it's, they're just they're just so hard to find. I mean, you just can't really find them. I mean, PSA's only ever graded uh 32 of them total. So between 32 and the other and the other for only 42, there's only 42 graded examples total between PSA, uh, SGC, and BGS. 42. 42 total. Yeah,
0: I need one more for 43 total.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good call. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. But again, this is a 50-year-old card.
1: Oh, my God, that's hard to believe. I didn't think about that, but you're right.
0: Yeah. Yep. Anyway, all right, let's keep it going.
1: All right, keep going. Uh, Ace of the Week, our one of one. This is on the 23rd of November 2021. Uh, it's Topps Chrome, Sapphire, Formula One, F1, Max Verstappen. Uh, it's a one-on-one. I can I can never say that word, Pad Pad Prashada, or I don't even know how you pronounce that. I'm butchering Easy. the crap out of that. But anyway, it's a PSA nine. Okay, they were asking nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents for this card. They accepted a best offer of four grand, even. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, well the F1 cards are, you know, that's kind of the kind of the way they're going. Um but it's a nice card. I mean, I'm not going to disparage this card at all. I think it's a great card. Do I think it's worth 4 grand? I don't know. Maybe time will tell like what we were talking about with when, when Max gets 10 championships or whatever. But uh
0: yeah, like that purple uh what I don't know what called, purple pink whatever in that dark you driver's suit and hat and everything else. So it, I think it presents real well. It's a nice looking
1: card. Yeah. I think you, I think you pronounce that Pad Parasha. I think is that. I mean, no. somebody no. out there, me. please correct me because I know I am butchering the holy crap out of this. So, but yeah, cool card, man. Congrats to whoever got it. Yeah. All right. Lastly. All
0: right. Oop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> too far. All right. A royal flush of the week. This is on the 26th of November. Max for stop in 2022 tops chrome F1 orange. Gee, we never see any orange cards in, <laughs> on here <internet> at all. <laughs> Super short print out of 25. A, this is also a PSA 9 with an auto grade of 10. It says goat. Well, he's getting there. Uh, but they were asking $3, $3,999 on this card, and it ended up with a best offer of. This is a weird number, $3,591. Interesting. Very interesting. It's a good auto he's got on there. It's, of course, it's a sticker. But, uh, you know, the, people like these orange cards, man. I, I like them. I think they look great, especially with Red, the Red Bull logo and everything. You know, it, it really makes it makes a nice looking card.
0: Yeah, just comparing this one to the previous one. So this one for, you know, what, 30 uh thirty it's called thirty six hundred yeah and the last one for four thousand but that was a one on one this is one of twenty five
1: yeah
0: and but this one is autographed the other one's not it's just I think this is actually was a probably a good price on this I, I think so we're going comparing you know the previous one I think this was a better deal
1: mm-hmm. no I agree with you I think th- I think this is a much better deal. I and mean, you know, I would love to have the autograph, you know, have an autograph of Max. I you know, I have really I really don't have any F1 autographs unless you want to count Mario Andretti.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. I Sorry. went from the come down, I got to, um flood the market with all the autographs before I can get one.
1: Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, it's a great card. Uh congrats to whoever got it. I think they probably got it for a pretty good price. Yeah,
0: I think, like I said, I think uh, that, was, uh,
1: that was a good one. So, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you. All right. That's a, that's this week, King's Court. So, cool. All
0: right. Uh, I guess I, we missed a couple of things in the beginning since we had on, but definitely want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. And also welcome a new subscriber, Steve Davis. Welcome aboard. Cool. Yeah. Glad to have you. And then our shout outs. To pit road network, Kyle Katz, Michael Haggard, Jason Freeman, Tim Mosey, side skid marks, beansbelt Car blog, and NASCAR vintage 17 for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. So
1: I know a guy named Steve Davis. I wonder if it's the same guy. It may be. <laughs> so hey Steve. And then,
0: <laughs> and then just to clarify, so uh I guess. I don't know, whatever it is, section of the thing where we go back and tweak anything. I guess it was wrong previously. So, the Comc, um, Comc does not price cards. Um, I was mistaken on that. Back in 2015, 2016, whenever I started with Comc, that was an option. Uh, I swear it was an option. So, but you make that choice one time and I, I never went and visited. So, I don't know when, if that disappeared. So, but it still stands that the seller um, was the one um, who had that had that removed and that that is a, a legit policy that Comp C uh, was allow, can allow. But I need to investigate if buyers are allowed to return stuff. So uh, I think if sellers are can uh, can reverse the sale, I think sell, uh, buyers should be able to return stuff. So.
1: Yeah, the the remorse should work both ways
0: yeah, exactly so <laughs> i will have to dig into more of that so because i wish i could return a few things
1: <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of people who've bought uh some quarterbacks in other sports that wish they could return some things right now
0: <laughs> or how about some returning some f1 cards
1: <laughs> yeah uh, that's anyway. true
0: uh, so, yeah, I just want to clarify that. So, Comsi does not uh, price cards. So
1: Yeah, our, our apologies for that one.
0: Yeah, but uh, I guess that's it. And anything else? Uh, next week,
1: live next show Friday,
0: live show. Um, we'll have it on social media. And we're going to have some giveaways, not just one. We'll have a few. So, maybe we'll have a giveaway every 10 minutes. We'll see.
1: But, yeah, we'll have some odds and ends stuff. It'll be fun.
0: But come on in the chat if you want to come on the show, and I guess be wide open. We'll talk NASCAR, F one cards, and I guess whatever else.
1: Yeah, so yeah. I know. Man. Last week on uh, on Hobby Hotline, it uh, not was it last week? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, the 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 conversation went to talking about Cola guard. So anything can happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, ColaGuard. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll see if we go there or not. But
1: <laughs> hashtag <color guard. laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. I guess they're having uh, celebrations in Nashville. I saw that going on.
1: Yes, they are. Um, speaking of that, real—I'll speak to that real quick. I looked to see if there was going to be any autograph sessions. I, I did not. I searched and searched because if there were going to be some, I was going to go and i didn't see anything it just wasn't worth it for me to go looks like everything's a private function which i think really in in nascar's 75th anniversary i think that's a disservice to the fans but it is what it is yeah i know
0: you know they've done autograph sessions before so maybe, maybe you know things change so as i always say once you once you think you learn you got something mastered it always changes on you indeed so Anyway, we'll leave it there. Appreciate everybody uh watching, listening on the podcast and YouTube. And again, special thanks to Misha for hopping in on today uh with everything he's got going on. So we, we definitely appreciate that. And hopefully everybody learned a few things and uh, got to see peek behind the curtain. So
1: yeah, hashtag skid marks, hashtag slidefire, and top freaking gibbs. All right.
0: We are out of here. We will catch you next week live.